0: Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Canadian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I am a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence Clarity and energy, so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol free. So, tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Because you are listening today, I want to go ahead and give you a free gift. It is my six step blueprint to living alcohol free. It is a tool for you to have, so you don't have to go to AA. Just go ahead and follow the guidelines there. It's what I used to help me through my sobriety journey. Go ahead and text the word GIF, that's gift that's G I F T at 1855 649 6196. Again that's 1855 649 6196. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Shine Within podcast. I have a wonderful guest here today. Her name is Zerla Stoller. She is a functional medicine practitioner, licensed physician assistant, and mother of two. From her own struggle with anxiety and explained symptoms, she found answers in healing through functional medicine, which is a root cause holistic approach. As a certified functional medicine practitioner, she helps busy women release anxiety, overwhelm, and dis- Ease in the body through functional lab testing, nervous system regulation, and thorough and through a holistic personalized personalized <laughs> health plan to achieve sustainable energy, effortless weight loss, better moods, and restful sleep through her proven comprehensive thrive <laughs> protocol. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. And this is probably like a signature method, right, Zerla? <laughs> yep. It is. That's awesome. So thank you so much for joining today.
1: Yeah, thank you, Gina, for having me. Yes, I'm very
0: excited to have you on because God bless you, first and foremost. <laughs> we need yes. more people like you in this world because growing up, I've seen a lot of doctors. I've experienced a lot of anxiety, gut issues, as well as mental health issues and They, I was always going to the doctor and I was given a pill, given a pill. This will help with your anxiety. This will help with this. This will help with that. And it never seemed to help. It only was like a bandaid covering a wound. It never got to the root cause of what was the real problem, (laughs) what was going on. So thank you so much for you (laughs) and your expertise. And I just love what you do. Of course. Yeah, so if you don't mind sharing a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you became uh, this beautiful functional medicine, medicine practitioner. practitioner, <laughs>
1: yes. Okay, so let, let's see. This whole thing started off with, because of course I struggled with anxiety. Um, so I struggled with anxiety for as long as I can remember, and I've had it since childhood. And as I got older... Um, with more life experiences, of course your anxiety gets a lot worse. And I think for me, like when it hit, I guess, like, I guess I could say rock bottom. It was actually when I had my, um, my daughter, my first child. So I had my first child, I got married, um, and there was just so many changes happening all at once. And all of a sudden, you know, like my anxiety got, so, so bad to the point where it was, it was really, really affecting like, you know, my relationships with my husband and my child and with work. And it's like, it was like the anxiety took control over me. And there was even a point where I was even contemplating suicide because it was that painful, Um, and so, you know, I went to the, you know, the traditional route, you go, you go through counseling, which is helpful. Um, I learned some tools there, you know, I saw my regular doctor, they did all the blood work, checked my thyroid, um, of course, giving medications, which was helpful. Um, it's helpful, but, um, again, you know, I was just one of those people that I didn't want to mask it, you know, those, I didn't want to mask anxiety and I wanted to actually feel it and get to the root of it. I'm like, I just don't want. It just makes me numb and I don't want to be numb. I actually want to feel. And so I just remember every time that I would take an anxiety pill, it would make me really, really sad. And there was times that I would cry because I'm like, this is going to be my life forever is that I have to like pop a pill every single time. So anyways, through my years, I just kind of was over it. Um I did everything that I possibly can. And then Um, Through my research, I've always been into, like, health and fitness, right? So I pretty much was doing everything that I possibly can. I was, like, exercising and eating healthy, like I say healthy. Um, But anyway, I started to seek, like, a more unconventional approach. Um, I mean, I went to alternative practices like acupuncture, um, and that's where I actually started to really, really get introduced to this whole natural side of, like, treating mental health um, is because I saw this acupuncturist and she was amazing and she was talking about adrenal health and whatnot. And so I'm like, oh man, I feel so amazing. I'm like, there's something much more. So through my research, I came across functional medicine and I learned it's like a root cause holistic approach. And I'm like, okay, this is something that, that I need to learn more about. So I started doing more research and then I saw my own functional medicine practitioner and had some, some blood work done. And it really opened my eyes like, whoa, you know, just thinking about this is like, okay, so I've been in, in conventional medicine. I'm a PA. So, and I've been practicing conventional medicine for 18 years and I, I seriously was blown away with functional medicine because it was, there was a lot more to the body um, than what we were trained um, to do in like treating our our patients. And so <clears throat> when I learned all of this stuff where, you know, it's not like a service level approach that you get with conventional medicine, it's really like getting to the root cause, which could be anything from, you know, your, your diet, something in your diet that's affecting your gut health or your hormones or something like, maybe toxins that you might be exposed to that you're not aware of. Once you get to that root and you pretty much heal it. um, Anyways, my, my anxiety got so much better. I mean, it got so much better to the point where like I am in control of it. And I could actually say that it's nearly 99 point something percent gone. Like I'll have the normal, the regular anxiety that you get, right? When you when you're like gonna come on a podcast, for example. Yeah, you know? Right, right, right. Or like whatever, the regular the regular anxiety that you get with life. Um, but the exciting anxiety, but that you could totally you know that overcome. goes away. Exactly. <laughs> just you know, just the excitement. But anyways, um so yeah, I don't have any of the other the the bad anxiety the the where it affects your quality of life. <laughs>
0: right and anxiety that bad anxiety like you said does affect yeah. the quality of your life i remember many times when i was drinking a lot of alcohol and taking those anxiety yes. medication i would have yes. even panic attacks it got to a yes. point where i had to hyperventilate and had to like breathe yes. through like paper bag and mm. my whole like either my right or left side or maybe even both was numb i couldn't feel my face yes. like, i felt like i was dying literally dying and it's just a horrible feeling and yes. i've had anxiety since I was little, um, like I, I was talking to you earlier and I mentioned to you that I had stomach issue and, you know, we didn't know what it was. And so I had to go to the children's hospital and they did, they put the scope in my, in, down my throat and to check my stomach. And then they had then diagnosed as IBS, which is the irritable bowel syndrome. But there was something underlying it that I found out then later on in life as an adult, not as a child, because right. we don't know what's going on. We're just testing everybody, the doctors, you know, and, right. <laughs> and come to find out it was because i had the childhood trauma that was going right. on at that time and so trauma plays yes. a factor in that and what i love about you you all is that you kind of address like the environment you go yes. to like the history of like tr- like is there any trauma that you experience mm-hmm. yes. you go to the
1: genetics <laughs> it's right. all like biochemistry exactly you, right yes, i biochemistry. love chemistry yes yeah. it really starts like functional medicine is like it's really is a holistic approach, but you're looking at, you know, your, your mind. I mean, you have to treating or mental health and always like your, your mind, your spiritual, your body, right. They all have to kind of work together. And so, yeah. So when you're looking at mental health, I mean, you got to look at it. The way that I look at it is, I mean, it, it starts all the way from the very, very beginning. It starts when you're in the womb. So it's, However your parents were, like your mom, she carried you, like things from even like what she's, what she ate, how she was feeling. If she was anxious, if she was depressed and she was going through her mood issues, it already starts there. Mm-hmm. It already changes your biology. And then from there, then your childhood experiences, um, through trauma and everything that already will affects your, your biochemistry. It changes how your, we call it the HPA axis, which is your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, which is your stress response. You get, this is like all remodeled now. And so you're become more hypervigilant. Um, so as you get older, you know, things can easily activate that system um, and create like anxiety and depression.
0: That makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. There's just so much There's so much that, um, that goes into that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk
0: a little bit about the gut and anxiety and how they're related.
1: Yeah. So, um, gut health is very important when it comes to mood. Um, everything that you take in through your mouth, like food is, I always tell people food is information. It is code for your cells, the food that you eat. It's all the raw materials um that you need in order to produce the the proteins and things in your body such as neurotransmitters right mm-hmm. so it always starts with the food so in our standard american diet we have there's a lot of high sugar there's processed refined carbohydrates um there's a lot of starches and things like that that could really affect the gut and our gut is said to be your second brain Um, So I don't know if you knew this, but our gut actually produces the majority of our neurotransmitters.
0: Oh, wow. So it produces
1: 80% of our serotonin, which is our feel-good transmitter, uh, 50% of GABA. So it actually communicates directly with the brain. Um, So through our neurotransmitters, but also through the vagus nerve, which is the nerve, it's the longest nerve in the body that connects the brain all the way down to the gut, as well as our other vital organs, and also our gut microbiome. So you can only imagine. So if you're eating all these processed foods or you're taking like medications, like acid reducing medications, antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, meds for diabetes, any like meds that can alter your gut microbiome, it'll become impaired and that can affect. So however, what's going on in your gut will affect your brain, right? And so gut microbiome, if you guys are hearing this for the first time, the gut microbiome, what it is, it is... Um, an ecosystem that has your good and bad bacteria. We have trillions of bacteria, more than we have DNA in our bodies. Um, And there's been a ton of scientific research showing the connection between this gut microbiome and your brain health, mental health. And so these bacteria, I always look at it as like players, players of a team, like a sports team. They all have their own specific skills that they're good at. Um, And so we kind of need all of these players. So if we have a good balance between them and we have a healthy gut microbiome, then we have a better mood. So, so yeah, so that's why we have to better
0: gut equals better mood. (laughs) Yeah. Better gut equals better mood. So
1: definitely want to avoid the things that will affect the gut, like the processed foods, the medications, even stress, um, stress can even alter our gut microbiome which is going to affect our mood.
0: Wow, yes. And um <laughs> I heard dairy also is not good for us. Yeah, as well. dairy, it dairy with the can be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dairy can be inflammatory. That's so, what it was. Inflammatory. I was yeah. wondering like
0: what was <laughs> Someone says, Oh, you're not supposed to have so, food. I'm like, I can see why because my stomach is like, Yeah, ah, eliminates that right away. Right. It's bloated. right. Yeah. It's because, you know, my my husband, I don't know, hopefully he doesn't hear this later. Yeah. Sorry, hubby, but I'm going to put you on blast right now. He experiences either a constipation or a diarrhea. <laughs> and it's either yeah. one or the other. And I said, You really need to go check your gut. And he's like, I'm so bloated all the time. I'm like, yeah. Well, let's look at your food. And he's like saying, Okay, well, one week we'll go ahead and do like, low uh low sugar uh uh no carb and then we'll reverse it the other way it's like we've tried everything (laughs) so like maybe i need to have him see you or something
1: (laughs) right yeah so those are definitely signs that there's some impairment dysfunction in the gut and so the other thing with the gut too and how it how it's related to the brain or how it can affect your mood is that when we have food sensitivities like that um it causes a lot of inflammation in the gut. And what happens is when your gut gets so inflamed from all those food intolerances, you can actually, there's the, there's a single layer of cells that line the gut. And so what happens is that when that gets so inflamed, those cells that line the gut can actually form little gaps. Um, So we call it leaky gut. If you've ever heard of leaky guts, leaky gut's also known as gut permeability. And so when that happens, now when you eat food, Those undigested food particles, proteins, toxins can actually leak out of your gut into your bloodstream and it can cause an immune response, which can cause inflammation in your brain. So when you get inflammation in your brain, that causes like, you know, anxiety, depression, uh, brain fog. It can affect other areas like your hormones and your hormones also play a role in your mood as well. It can affect your thyroid um, and pretty much. All the organs of your body. Pretty wow. all the organs. It affects it. So um yeah, so your gut is important because it is it houses 70% of your immune system. So that's another thing too. Um, so there's so many reasons why, you know, the gut is so important to address. It's probably one of the first things that I address when it comes to mental health or any other health condition.
0: Yeah, I've never yeah. knew that. This is the first yeah. time I'm ever actually hearing about how the gut can be related to our mental health. That's everything. That's crazy. I know. Like so. So I know we talked a little bit about food. You can change your diet and eat
1: not like no processed foods, right? No processed to help foods. Your gut.
0: What are some other ways that
1: we can heal our gut? Other ways that you can heal your gut. Okay, so so enough of the pro- processed foods. Then there's the probiotics. So mm-hmm. once you kind of get rid of the the foods that can you know, trigger inflammation, then you want to, yeah, then do you want to probiotics? So you're now helping to increase the good bacteria. So that's a great way. So some people like to do it through supplements, but you could also do it through food. So fermented foods has a lot of probiotics like kimchi or sauerkraut. If you like that, there's tempeh, um, there is kombucha, that kind of stuff, yogurt, Non dairy, yeah, yeah. Non dairy yogurt. yogurt. And <laughs> when yogurt. I tell people that, when I tell people, oh, yogurt's great, yeah, it has lactobacillus, and they're like, yes, and they get all the dairy. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm What's like, funny
0: is that the dairy, so milk, I can't have milk, but I can actually have just plain yogurt, not with yeah. the extra sugar or anything, but just the plain yogurt. That yeah. one's okay for my stomach, but milk, forget it. It just goes right out of me.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So (laughs) it's crazy. So dairy, dairy, here's one thing too about dairy. So dairy is, yeah, it's one of those things that I always say, if you could eliminate two foods for those people who don't want to do this whole huge elimination diet, dairy and gluten are like the two biggest ones because it can cause a lot of inflammation. But the thing with dairy too, for people with mental health is that it's a, uh, what do they call it? It's like a peptide that it actually affects, um, It goes to your brain and affects them. I forgot, I already forgot. But anyways, um, it's one of those things that can actually trigger anxiety. You may not even have the symptoms of bloating or belly pain, and it may just be anxiety or brain fog. That might be your only symptom. So it's one of those things that you definitely want to try to eliminate and see how you feel. Right.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your Thrive Protocol because this is like your, your process that you take your clients through. Yes.
1: So my Thrive protocol, it's like my core pillars that I, I always address. But yeah. anyways, yeah. So Thrive, what it stands for is the T stands for taming toxins. Okay. So we are exposed to toxins daily and it's in our household. It's in our household, like personal products, our cleaning products, and everything. It's pretty much in the foods that we eat, the air that we breathe, whatnot. Anyway, so these toxins can affect our immune system. Um, we can get it people with anxiety, um, or even, you know, any mental health condition, whatever it's you know, we toxins are uh one of the things like I like to address because you can see that see it in the brain. Um, but anyways, it could lead to a whole bunch of mental health issues, Yeah, I guess. It could affect your liver, a lot of toxic burden. So that's tame toxins. That's the T. Um, the H is hormone harmony. So many women, they experience hormonal imbalances at some point in their life. Um, and our hormones, if it's not balanced can cause and lead to mood issues, right? Because the estrogen, progesterone, they work on the same, neurotransmitter receptors in the brain like GABA and serotonin. So when those are off balance, it's going to alter the neurotransmitters in our brain, which can affect our mood and our weight and all that stuff. So that's something I always address as well. Um, Restoring gut health, which is what I just went through. Um, That's the R. And then the I is identifying imbalances. And I do this through functional lab testing. So this is different from the labs that you get done um, through your regular doctor. These are more advanced and it's usually not covered by insurance, but it's very helpful. It gives you an insight of what's really going on in the body. Um, and the V in Thrive is, stands for vitality. Um, so that pretty much is I work on nutrient, um, getting your nutrients back up because most of the time, every everyone that sees me, they're usually very depleted of nutrients, which causes a lot of imbalances in the gut and hormones So just by replenishing the nutrients through foods, stress reductions, even nutraceuticals, you can have a lot more energy um, and strength, right, to carry your day-to-day activities. And then the E is the establish and evolve. So this is kind of like through the course of treatment with me, um, I give you like the tools that are tailored to your unique lifestyle and schedule. Um, So that way you are flexible. So when you go out kind of on your, when you're on your own, then you're able to really be in tune with your body and know exactly what it needs.
0: Right. That's what that's important. I love that. And we're supposed to be in tune with our body. And I feel like a lot of us are just so far away from our own actual body. And the body is very important. It's what gets us through our day. Like I wake yeah. up, the first thing I'm like, "Oh, my back is hurting." Oh, and then which kind of yeah. brings down my mood, makes me a little right. bit cranky. So right. it's like, "Well, what's going on here?" And so, I, what I love about your type of functional medicine is that you really get down to like the it's personalized. You, right. You kind of right. connect emotionally with your clients. Right. Unlike a doctor's visit, I was just watching. <laughs> by the yeah. way, I was watching a wonderful TEDx. Um, this lady, her name is Minnie Malhorda. And yeah. she kind of like breaks it down how how she transitioned from being a doctor like in the conventional Yeah. World. Into the functional medicine realm, and she's just saying, you know, the like typical doctor's visit lasts about only about fifteen to twenty-four minutes. Yeah, and they just get just enough. They don't get enough detailed history, um, and they don't get enough right. information through the examinations, and they don't even have that emotional connection. Right. So, and then it's. She also says that it's only enough to listen to the symptoms and then make a diagnosis to match the diagnosis to the right ICD ten code. Right. Which then everyone could be grouped in that same thing, right? right? So exactly. But I was like, you know what? This if this is you, like what you do is more personalized, and you're going to do in your own lab testing, and
1: there, there must be a reason why the insurance doesn't cover doesn't cover the, it. <laughs> there, oh, the insurance doesn't cover it. Well, you know what? The it takes 16 years for um, conventional medicine to catch up to the research right. that's out right now. It takes 16 years. Yeah. So it's, and it's actually kind of crazy because all this stuff like that we're learning functional medicine, all this stuff actually was known centuries ago. Oh, wow. Like it was things that were used back then, you know, like how you see in like Eastern medicine. Yeah. Like they use, everyone uses like natural methods, but it's just the way things are done here. Unfortunately, it's, it, I feel, you know, it's all about money. <laughs> Right. I hate yeah, saying yeah, it, but yeah. it is in pharmaceutical company and the food industries and things like that. So I I like women to be really empowered to learn how to treat themselves naturally without having to rely on your insurance to get better. It's like you don't need all that stuff. You don't need all the medications and that you can even prevent surgeries but just by really knowing like what is going on in your body like getting to the root cause so you could start healing right now i mean that will save you a lot of money in the future and a lot of what is it loss of time
0: yes and then she also mentions like it's the conventional is more like a disease management system yes Mm -hmm. right and then here you, you are the, you're trying to uh, get rid of the dis-ease because right, the dis-ease, dis-ease
1: equals dis-ease. And right, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. So, yeah. Yes, that's, yep. You definitely, it's, there's <laughs> a lot more, like I could say that not one single client has the same protocol, even if they have very similar issues, they're all so, so different. And then in the conventional space, like from, I mean, from my experience, like, It's almost like a, so functional medicine is like a one size, one size, not a one size fits all. And then you have the conventional, which is like a one size fits all. So you have someone coming in with the same thing, right? Like for example, like you with back pain, Yeah, we will do the same thing. We're like, okay, so you have back pain. How long have you had it? Okay. So here's some meds, here's some anti-inflammatories, maybe some muscle relaxants. If they're not any better, we'll probably send you to some therapy or something. And then boom, you're done. And most of the case, you know, that that works out for someone who has acute pain from obviously a, you know, obvious injury, but someone who's had chronic issues, you know, for years, um, we kind of put them in the same <laughs> boat. They come to see you for the first time. We're going to treat them like someone who just had an injury a week ago Oh, chronic pain. Let's start with the same things. Okay, we're going to do the anti-inflammatory medications and this and that, but um, it's different. There's a whole lot of other things that can cause, cause that there's emotional stuff, then you got to look at like, you know, maybe you're lacking nutrients, maybe it's a gut health issue, all these things that could play a role into why you're having those symptoms. Yeah, totally.
0: And she, yeah. she also had this quote here. Um, She quoted, functional medicine understands that one disease can have many causes and one cause mm-hmm. can uh, cause many diseases yeah. also understands, uh, that targets a specific manifestation of the disease in that individual rather than a one size fits all solution. Like you yeah. said, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> it's and I, you know, when I tell
1: people, when I tell people that like, did you know that every symptom in your body are connected? They, they're like, What? So those people that you hear like, I have this symptom and it sounds so unusual. I tell this to like my colleagues, right? In conventional months, I tell them to my colleagues, I said, when you have that patient where you're like, they, they name off like 20 different symptoms. And of course we're like, okay. When you have someone coming in with 20 different symptoms, we call them hypochondriac and then we prescribe them an antidepressant. We're like, okay, obviously this person has something wrong with them. So we'll give them the antidepressant. But that's not how it works. And when I get those people, those are the people I see, by the way, are the ones with like 20 different symptoms that seem totally unrelated, but they're actually all related Related. (laughs) in some way or another. And I like those people because it's so it's challenging, and I love it when I finally get to the root of it, and they feel so much better, and I get them to their new baseline. I'm like, that is how you're supposed to feel,
0: <laughs> right? Yes. Oh my god, that gosh. is how you're
1: supposed to feel. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong. Conventional
0: healthcare is good when you have like a broken, like emergency. You have to go to right. ER. Heart attack. You know. You, uh, I mean,
1: you know what? I work. I always like. With my clients, I always make sure they're working with their regular doctor as well. It's so important. Mm-hmm. And I usually use the conventional when I'm trying to, like, if I need further diagnostic testing. So yeah. if someone comes to me and their bleeding is irregular and kind of all erratic. I'm not going to start like, oh, let's go treat, like, let's just all just treat the hormones because there right. could be something structurally wrong. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I kind of would feel more comfortable if you had an ultrasound done, maybe an endometrial biopsy given your age or something like that. So I definitely always use the conventional medicine at the same time while I'm treating them for all the other like hormonal issues. Yeah. You do, do both both things. That's awesome. Yeah. I have to, <laughs> I do both, you know, cause I've, I've practiced um, women's health for nine years. So like I'm very familiar with a lot of period problem issues and so, and what it could be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to just focus on like functional medicine, holistic health. I'm going to make sure that everything's rolled out, you know? Yes. And as women,
0: like we, ha- we, we're always hormonal. We, we mm-hmm. start our period at, a, you know, what the adolescent age, and then we have babies. <laughs> That's right. And then in menopause, yeah. it's like, we're constantly <laughs> yeah. hormonal. Like I'm always like, my husband always tells me, you know, uh, is your period starting soon because you're kind of cranky? Yeah. <laughs> said, shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. what are some ways that, you know, women with these hormonal imbalances, I always feel like I had a hormonal imbalance. Like I even went to therapy and they said I had like, what is it? P uh, post, not postpartum. It, it was like PMDD. Um, yeah. PMDD. Premenstrual dysphoric.
1: Yeah. What is Pre-menstrual that? Premenstrual dysphoric. So <laughs> it, it is, me with that. <laughs> it's a condition. It's like. I always say it's like PMS times 10. <laughs> I must so have been it's like PMS times <laughs> 10. But the women, I was actually just reading about this. But anyways, like women with PMDD are more sensitive to changes in the the fluctuations in your hormones. Um, and so PMDD can be... It's different than PMS because people with PMS, I mean, women with PMS, you can get like symptoms maybe like a week before your period, you know, I mean, a little cramping sensation, you know, all the things that you have PMS. But PMDD is, is you get like really bad irritability, depression, anxiety, and all the things. Um, it could be extremely debilitating, um, but definitely highly treatable
0: <laughs> highly treatable because I don't have that anymore like I don't feel like I'm That's that cranky Amazing. yeah <laughs> I'm aware yeah. of like hey you know what I, yeah. I actually tell me yeah I, you know I apologize in advance I'm just not feeling it today my period is coming soon so <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always say I apologize I'm not myself I am not Gina today I apologize yeah. <laughs> I always tell, so everyone has a head top in case I'm a little snappy or moody they're like right okay, we, we'll let her pass this. <laughs> right. right. I live with all boys, you know, and so right.
1: <laughs> with all boys in the house, I get like, wait, do you hey. have that? Like, so the PMDD was before, so you had that before.
0: Yeah. So for, okay. So when I was experiencing my drinking, I was in heavy in my alcoholism. Yeah. I was very angry. I was very violent and oh, I yeah. was, I thought it was like anger issues. He I didn't I no, even ask me if I was drinking or anything. It was like, okay, you have this. And it was a male. It wasn't in a yeah. female. It was yeah. a male psych, psychiatrist. And he's like, well, let me prescribe you with this, this. Or what was it? Some medication for like depression or anxiety. It didn't help at all. And yeah. it wasn't until I had that. Well, first off, I had to get sober. <laughs> that yeah. was the first thing. I had to get sober. Yes. And I then had to have a coach to help me with my mind. Yeah. And then once I was mentally good, <laughs> let's just yeah. saying not perfect, but good. Yeah. I felt like everything else in my body started changing. Now, mind you, I still have back issues, but I've been in many car accidents. And yeah. but I do do a lot of stretching, breathing exercises yeah. and um, just practices that actually. Take away the pain, so I'm seeing myself less and less taking. Oh, I don't have any medication. I used to be on. Let's see, Prozac, uh Wellbutrin, Lexapro, uh, Dr- Boost Bar, uh, Trazodone. Oh Not all at once, but like oh, all okay, of these I was thinking, like, <laughs> three of them all at once. You know, this is yeah. during my recovery. Uh, yeah. But I don't even think I needed that medication during my recovery. <laughs> Yeah, it was not necessary. Maybe just give me some camel tea, give me a massage. And then, you know, let me just breathe right. and get a right. mindset coach or something, or even right. a functional medicine practitioner just to see what's really going on in my body Yeah, <laughs> to help me. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they just prescribe, but here, bye. <laughs> right. Right. But let you know, I've been off these medications for a long time and awesome. I'm just really
1: into the holistic health. And just taking care of myself, right? Because you don't know when you're putting these things in your body, it's like it actually, okay, so it might help a little bit with one thing, but then it'll cause more issues, other things like those antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications. It affects your gut so much and it causes like there's nutrient deficiencies, which in turn causes mood issues. (laughs) So (laughs) it's going around in this like cycle, cycle, (laughs) right? You're like, I'm going to take this to feel better. But then yet it affects my mood more that I have to take more and more and more. And then like before you know it, you're on more medications, higher doses. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I was reading reading something that said like the typical American, they will wake up, take a warm shower, have their coffee and take five prescribed (laughs) medications in the morning time. Um, I'm like, that's just like crazy. so, So sad. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm so very sad. blessed. I'm very blessed not to have any medication at all. I'm just taking supplements now, like, you know, vitamins, awesome. noni, minerals, magnesium, you know, all these different That's things. So and awesome. It's helping me with my energy and it's helping me so much. Yeah. Yeah. What are some, um, what would you say? What are some good supplements for a woman out there?
1: For a woman? Okay. So the ones that I always use, it's like, I always give this to almost all the women that I see because it's such a such a common deficiency. There's magnesium for example. Um that's really good for hormones. It's extremely calming um and ma- magnesium is one of those nutrients that is like involved in like over 400, probably more than 400 en- enzymatic processes in the body. Um, but there is, it's such a huge deficiency I see. So there's magnesium. So if you're going to take that, I always recommend magnesium glycinate. You can try that 300 milligrams at nighttime. Um, especially those who have like PMS, um, helps with mood and all that. So there's that, um, there's the B vitamins. That's a common deficiency as well. So I always like to give like active B complex or complex B vitamins. Um, that's really important to take. Omega-3s are really good. That is so important for, you know, brain health, hormones, um, a lot of things. I mean, it coats the membranes of cells and helps with the communication between your neurons. So if you're someone with mental health issues, that's always something that I give like at least 2,000 to 3,000 milligrams a day. Um, There's that. Zinc. Zinc is a common deficiency Um, that I see um, other supplements that can actually help to also calm. So for example, like your adrenal system, which can also help with your gut too, or even like adaptogens like ashwagandha, if you've heard about that, uh, Mm -hmm. that helps to support your um, adrenal glands. Um, And your adrenal glands, if you don't know, it's what is where your where some of your, your hormones so your hormones you get it from your ovaries and your adrenals are like your backup gland but that helps to support your adrenal function um also and then so there's adaptogens there's that vitamin D is big that's a deficiency i see almost i i probably in every single person that i oh, meet wow. vitamin D is big deficiency i mean even in myself which is strange because I get a ton of sun. <laughs> right? you, could, you could get vitamin D from the sun, but I get a lot of sun because I used to like run all the time and I'm outdoors. Yeah. Um, but I still was really deficient in vitamin D. So that one, that's a supplement you could do. Um, but yeah, I would say that that was, that's... Yeah, so my mom, she takes a lot of supplements, and
0: she's mostly healthy, very healthy. She's about to turn yeah. seventy-three, I think, the next month. Wow! Yeah. and but she looks beautiful, like very in shape, yeah. very much into like health. But she has That's a awesome. lot of stress, and I hope she doesn't listen to. it. I'm going to put her on blast. Too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sorry,
0: family, but but <laughs> I, but she actually, as a matter of fact, just yesterday, she had she was going to come with us to go see my aunt and do the surprise birthday. But she woke up with ha- like Bell's, Paul's, Ball- Bell's um, palsy. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they, so they, so they said that was, and her face got crooked. And we're wondering, like, well, yeah. what happened? You know, because she's uh-huh. so healthy. They did all the tests there and everything, and she's healthy. But something was. They don't know what the cause was, and so I'm thinking, is it like because she's under? She's like a worry word. She, lo- yeah. she's just worrying about everything, and she feels like. Too much, but she takes it on herself. I'm like, Mom, you don't have to do this. She's like, Oh, I have to, I have to. I said, No, you have a choice to relax. (laughs) Yeah. So I tell her, like, no, just she doesn't listen. I guess it's just her personality, maybe. But I think it's the nervous system. I don't know. (laughs) But but she takes all these things, but yet the nervousness, the stress, the anxiety that is underlying can still cause someone to be very ill. And it's so sad. Right. I don't know. Anyway, so I thought I'd share that with you.
1: <laughs> so she's I,
0: taking supplements
1: like, like the kinds that I mentioned. Met, oh yeah,
0: everything there, and like she doesn't that. take them mm-hmm. like all in one. She takes them all individualized. You know, do you think yeah. individual supplements are better than when they put it all together? Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, Makes I always
1: sense. do a multivitamin to kind of fill in the gaps, kind of right. thing. Yeah, but I feel like the single supplements by itself is is a little more powerful because. Can you imagine like one little pill and there's like right. so, there's like 20 ingredients in there? You can only have so much of each one and it's like so little.
0: Yeah. That's a little
1: amount. So yeah, that which is why, again, the targeted nutrition approach with knowing what your labs look like is important because then you can actually personalize for those specific nutrients that you tend to be deficient in. And then, I mean, most of it, you can get a lot of your nutrients from foods that you eat. Um, and then, you know, use supplements for the ones that you tend to be extremely deficient in, but yes. yeah, but for your mom, there definitely is, could be something underlying. Cause sometimes it's, you know, she may be taking all the nutrients, but the other thing too, is you have to know, like, it's also the utilization of the nutrients, right? So mm. how are you, are you, is she actually absorbing the nutrients? Does she have a gut health issue? Right. So for a gut is impaired, she might not be using the nutrient or she might not be able to absorb it and also how she's utilizing. So like, for example, stress, again, a lot of it's, you know, there's mental and emotional parts of it, but when your body's under a lot of stress, you tend to deplete through your nutrients a lot faster. And so when you deplete through your nutrients, now you don't have the nutrients that are needed for neurotransmitters, right? So mm-hmm. um, that can make her even more stressed and ob- more overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um and it it affects our behaviors and things like that. So there's also you gotta look at again the root cause. The root cause of why, everything. Yeah. yeah, and you do know. lab tests, you do stool tests yeah. too because people probably test, get hormones.
0: <laughs> do they do you that Do they send it to you? Or do they do it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, we have it through all the labs that I do, they're pretty much all sent through the home of any kits.
0: Oh, yeah. The but kids, there are yeah. some
1: that where you have to go to the lab, but I send you like a requisition or whatever, you go to the lab. But yeah, but it's pretty easy. Yeah. Send your mom my way. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. Seriously. Um, because labs are very important to get the blood work and everything. Even yeah. like a urine sample, and you just and then you just see, okay, this is what's going on, and then you kind of make a your own yeah. plan for them. You don't want to
1: wanna, you don't want to guess. I mean, you could almost kind of guess what might be going on just based on your symptoms, kind of guess. But there's a lot of overlap between conditions, right? They all can kind of look very, very similar. That's right. Yeah. Right.
0: Oh, I love talking about gut health and anxiety because I didn't, first off, I didn't know that they were related until talking to yeah. you and then the adrenals as well. And now there's like adrenal massage. I mean, I'm a massage therapist. I know there's a lymphatic massage Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. and that
1: actually, does that help with the adrenals yes, as well? Yes, absolutely. I always recommend body work. Body work is good, yes. That's like part of it because, yeah, because your lymph is part of, your, I mean, you know, it's part of your immune system. And if you're not draining properly, which is one of the things I always like to do in the beginning is you want to open up your drainage pathways, right? Because it's how we get rid of our toxins. So when you have like all the backup and toxins, which could go to your brain or all your other organs, you, I mean, you get symptoms. It needs a place to go. So, yeah, so body work, lymphatic drainage is is really important. That's great. Now, yeah. you are beautiful. You are healthy. I just Thanks. want to know what Zerla's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have a nice figure. <laughs> I want to know what Zerla's uh, daily routine is. <laughs> my daily routine. Okay, <laughs> so this is More what I routine, do when I yeah. wake
1: up. So I always like having a routine because it just starts my day off great. <laughs> so... I wake up at 5.30 every morning. I always start with my matcha tea latte. Matcha is a great substitute for caffeine. Anyone who has anxiety, because it has L-theanine, which actually helps with your serotonin mood. Um, And it has other ingredients in there, too, that can help with other things. But otherwise, I do my matcha in the morning. I always do like a 10-minute meditation all the time off of YouTube. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I do a convenient. 10 minute meditation and then I always look at like my calendar for the day. So I always see like what I'm going to do for the day. And then um I get my kids ready for school. I always have almost every day it's always a smoothie in the morning because that's always the best thing. You always want to start with you know, I mean the smoothie is the easiest thing to make especially if you're like a busy busy person, busy mom. It's the greatest because you could put get your protein in there. You can add your your fats and fiber and all the things that you need um, for your balanced meal. And it helps to get you through so you don't get that afternoon slump, you know, some people get. So you want to make sure you balance your sugars. So I do the smoothie and then I pretty much work. And then in between time, I'll find some time. Usually I, I do like more meditation in the middle of the day, even if it's for five minutes um stretches and then at the end of my work day I always I exercise almost every single day every day so if it's a day that when I say exercise I mean that's like a, a day I'm actually doing an exercise but it's but I still do movement every single day so on the days I'm not like exercising I'm at least like walking or something Right. You're moving your body every yeah, day. Yeah, moving your body. That's like so important. We're like made to move. So exercise I get every single day. Um, that's pretty much it. I just try to stick to the basics, basics, sleep, the food that I eat, the water, everything I keep clean as much as possible. Yeah.
0: Clean eating is important. Yeah, moving the body. And eating. eating right and just taking the proper supplements when needed and then seeing someone like you. <laughs> Right, exactly.
1: It's see, and hopefully when you see someone like me, I'm the last person that you will ever see. That's right? my goal. That is my goal. Because like, it's not going to be like a one-time treatment thing. It's going to be like, no, you're going to get to the root of your own issue and you're going to know exactly how to treat yourself. And that's right,
0: it. right. Now, yeah. we have a lot of listeners here that are have anxiety. I think probably a majority of the <laughs> Americans yeah. have anxiety here. What would you say to somebody who is looking to help their anxiety just by bringing it down from a level 10 to at least a five level 10 to at least a five.
1: Okay. So I have a free gift for you guys. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's my ultimate anti-inflammatory guide. And I always tell people to start with this. This is what I start all my clients with too. It's because, you know, again, it starts in the diet and you want to know an anti-inflammatory diet. Anti-inflammatory diet is very similar to paleo. So if you wanted to look at paleo, you can do that too but it's pretty much a whole foods diet, right? So you want to focus on your nutrition first. So the anti-inflammatory guide is really helpful for that. Um, You want to establish your, the basics your the foundation, right? Which is the sleep. You want to have quality sleep seven to eight hours a day. We all know what that could do to our mood. We all know, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Our mood, our hormones, everything. So you got to have the sleep, you gotta make sure you're pooping
0: <laughs> right? once a day.
1: That is so important. Because if you're not pooping once a day, okay, that who knows? That could be the reason why you're having anxiety. Right. Okay. All that back all that nasty all stuff that in your gut. Backup. There's yeah. all that backup and everything. It's going somewhere and it's gonna leak out in your system and mm-hmm. it could affect your brain, causing inflammation. So we wanna make sure we're doing that. Um so supporting your gut for things that I talked about in the beginning is important. Um, drinking a ton of water. Okay. Oh, I always my rule of thumb is drink your, half your body weight in ounces. Making sure that you're getting exercise movement every day. Um, there has been numerous studies showing the effects of exercise on the brain um and that it can actually form new neurons and it's and it's helpful for mental health and everything else. Um, so again, so establishing those foundations. Supplements are very helpful for that. So if you're looking for supplements that could help, there's L-theanine, um, ashwagandha that I talked about. There's magnesium glycinate. You can try GABA, although not recommended that you, you're on it long-term. So those are helpful. Passion flower is also a good supplement to take. And other important nutrients, yeah, I said magnesium, the B, and the zinc, are really important, especially with people with anxiety. Those are common nutrient deficiencies in people with anxiety. Probiotics, too. Probiotics are psychobiotics. <laughs> so, so there's, yeah. So probiotics help with mood. Yeah. But yeah, those are, that's a great place to start. That will, that should, you should feel different, feel better.
0: That is amazing. Thank you so much for the free yeah. craft. I'm going to take yeah. advantage of that
1: myself. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So Zerla, where can everyone follow you or find you? I hang out on Instagram. That's probably my playing ground. So, um, handle is Thriving with Zerla. So, Zerla is spelled Z E R L A. So, Thriving with Zerla on Instagram. Um, you can also check out my website if you want, www.thrivingwithzerla.com. Um, I am on Facebook too. If you want to find me there, Zerla Stoller. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Come hang out. <laughs> yeah. Come
0: hang out with Zerla. Get healthy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Zerla, for coming on today. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gina. It was fun. Always. Was a Always, fun. Fun <laughs> Always fun Always fun. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to download your Beginner's Anti-Inflammatory Diet Guide. I will have it in the show notes. And if you feel so aligned to our podcast, please leave a five-star
1: review. Thank you.